Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. I have been so sick the last week. I don't know if I've ever been as sick as I've been in the last week of my life. And, um, you know, there's a Virgo new moon happening and I just moved from California to Texas. So I know energetically I'm purging a lot and it's kind of like cleaning house. I know Virgo new moon is is like that where you'll want to feel like you want to clean out your entire house, your entire closet, all the things. And I think this year that is just affecting my body. My body is doing a full cleanse. Um, (laughs) So that is why there was no episode on Friday because I quite literally could not get out of bed to make it. And I know that sounds dramatic and it is the most honest I can be with you. Uh, So today I thought I'm going to bring you something that I know you're going to love And that's a greatest of um, episode. And the greatest of episode I'm going to do this week is all about human design. So I've taken about four, I think four clips, four or so clips um, from previous human design episodes. And I've put them together into one long episode so that you can get your human design fill. If you don't know what human design is, this is your episode. It's going to tell you what it is. It's going to tell you all about the different types. It's going to tell you all the different things. And you'll be able to really kind of like dive a little bit deeper into your type. Or somebody's, you know, somebody like your friend, your partner, your mom, dad, whatever. You'll learn a lot about theirs as well. But I just really, I know that so many of you wanted, you want more human design stuff. So this is kind of a jumping off point to that. First, to give you some of the best of the episodes I've done. Um, And then I have a lot of cool human design episodes coming up in the near future. So stay tuned for that. A couple announcements before we jump into this episode. I have five spots open. That's it. I'm only opening it to five people for Smash the Money Ceiling, which is a four-week mini mastermind. Uh, It's kind of a mastermind hybrid because there are live calls. There are one-on-one. There are, you know, more more individual attention inside, um, but it is four weeks and it is called Smash the Money Ceiling. So I'm taking five women who are ready to break through their current money ceiling. So maybe you're making 10,000 a month and you can't seem to break past that 10,000 ceiling. Uh, I'm going to give you all of the things you need and all of the strategy and all the energetics. And I'm going to talk about feminine energy. I'm going to talk about all of the things that I used to bring my business from 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 to 70 to $80,000 months and beyond. So that is open to five women and that's it. And we are going to begin in September. Uh, I might be pushing it just a little bit because I was sick, but that is on sale for 3333. There are payment plans available. So if you want that, make sure you click the link in our show notes or come slide into my DMs on Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily. And I can tell you all about it and we can decide if it's a good fit for you. 
Uh, also, I have the expansion bundle, which is currently still on sale. Um, for one price, you get, and that price is 333 For that price, you get the Overcoming Limiting Beliefs Masterclass. You get the Money Vibe Masterclass. And then you'll also get the Upcoming Your Social Brand Masterclass, which is the social media class that's taking place on September 1st. Um, so you'll get access to all three. It is lifetime access, so you won't have to worry about that expiring um, and you can listen to it as many times as you want. Uh, it's over six hours of content, y'all. Like we're talking like some of my like most prized strategies, some of the things that I do every single day, the way that I've broken through limiting beliefs, the way that I've grown my money, my bank account, my wealth. I'm giving all of it to you. And it's over six hours of the most delicious and palpable content. So make sure that you go and you snag that before it goes away because that bundle will not be available forever. Um, and the link to that is in our show notes as well. Or again, you can come to Danielle underscore on the daily and I can point you in the right direction. But uh, 333 for that much content. It is wild that my intuition told me to give it away for that price, but here we are. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive into this episode. In this episode, you are going to hear from... Um, the High Priestess herself, Christine, Christina Lene. You're going to hear from Holly Marie. You're going to hear from Karen Parker. You're going to hear from me. You're going to hear from a whole lot of people. And all these people are geniuses in their field. And that field has a lot to do with social media or not social media. What am I saying? Has a lot to do with human design. So buckle up because this is a good one. So I have a quick little story that Jenna tells as well. And I think it really helps kind of complete the picture of human design um, and the types. But manifestors used to be, according to history, the tribal leaders and kings and queens and our, our presidents, you know, they were the people that were put in charge because they were the ones that said, hey, there's a better way to hunt and kill. Let's make a bow and arrow. And people are like, what's a bow and arrow? What are you talking about? This is outrageous. And some other people were like, no, we do need to have more meat to feed the tribe. And so they would listen to the manifester and the manifester would come up with this brilliant invention to kill more meat or whatever the tribe needed. And of course, the, the people in, the, in that time where if you had an innovative idea that brought more health to the tribe, you were the elected official. And so we have these manifestors that initiated ideas and that created change and difference and improvements in societies. And so they became leaders, but actually now manifestors never wanted to be in charge of countries or, or even necessarily CEOs. They just wanted to plant a seed, start a trail and then bounce on to the next thing. Yeah. They move they on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I've been saying to people, yeah. I'm like, manifestors are more of like the sprinters. Like mm -hmm. they'll get it. Like they come up with an idea, they get it into play, they make sure that it's taken care of. And then they move on to something else where like generators, yeah. manifesting generators, we're like the long distance runners a little bit yeah. more like we'll take it and then we'll perfect it and master it. Yes. Like leave it in our hands and we'll make it, we'll make it efficient. We'll make it a thing. Yeah. Like you, you tell me what the bow and arrow is. Like you just share yes. that idea with me and then I'm going <laughs> to make sure that it is the best bow and arrow you've ever seen. <laughs> There's going to be so much meat for the tribe. So much meat. And then by then, the manifestor's now already like coming up with like the first gun. Yes. And the generator's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But like generators are here to master things. So you get inspired by a vision and then you go full, like you will be a bow and arrow master. And then you'll get bored eventually, but you usually are here to master just a few things in life. It's not, it's not like a manifester who will really get bored with something if they've got it in their hands for too long. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of seeing that backlash from manifestors now where they're like, I didn't want to be in charge of this country for four years. Like I didn't want, I don't want to lead this. I just yeah. wanted to inspire y'all and bounce on. So consulting's a really good job for manifestors. That's just coming through me right now. But um just where they kind of pop around, give bring life into something that's kind of failing or kind of tired and, and old and uh just inspire the vision and then bounce out of there. So it's important for manifestors to know that they're after peace. And when they feel anger, they're really, really far out of alignment. So it's really important manifestors stay informing. If you're not sharing your visions or just sharing things that you're noticing and seeing, there's going to be this weird like auric tension between you and the people that know you. And they're going to feel like you're keeping things from them. And then they won't inform you. So manifestors find a lot of anger from that like little mix up there. And they're a small percent of the population. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. They're 11%. So they're definitely a minority. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was, um, reading this that I think it was, um, where did I read this? I think it was like on, um, Catherine's and Kina's podcast, the manifestation Mm -hmm. babe. I think she was talking about this with Eden Carpenter and she was saying how like the entire, like personal development world, the Tony Robbins, the like these motivational speakers, these uh, like even like the network marketing industry, like all of the languaging that's like, go do it. You don't need to be understood. You don't need anybody to come with you. Like you just do it, like wake up and decide and make it happen. Like that's all languaging. That's pretty much only directed at a manifester. And so I'm like, (laughs) so great. So this is like a trillion dollar industry, like between the personal development, the public speaking, the network marketing industry, like all of those are like, I mean, even like the entrepreneur like industry. Yeah. Like, that's like a trillion dollar industry. And it's literally directed at 11% of the population. <laughs> Jokes on us. The joke and then we wonder, us. right. And then we wonder why so many people are like, I could never do that. Yes. It's because like, they're not being spoken to people aren't being yes. like addressed. Yes. And then you're like, you're growing up in a society, me, you, all of us are growing up in a society, as I said, where manifestors ran it. So they infuse their language into everything. And it's not your type. It's not your strategy. You're not like a generator initiating. Even worse, the projector initiating is one of the most repulsive things ever. And you know those people. Those are those. That is the reason why there's that door-to-door salesman like stigma. Because it was someone who that was not aligned with who was going around door-to-door just doing what they're conditioned to do. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally, until you read my chart, I would have told you I'm a manifester. Like, because, because I, I do get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do get shit done. Like I can, you give me, I can, I can make it happen. And I, I have been known to lead. I'm a great leader. And Mm. then what I realized is it's not, I'm not a great leader and I don't have that like magnetic energy because I started something because I came up with the idea. Mm. It's because I was excited about it. Like, and yes, I love this, Danielle. This is such so a good many generators live their life as manifestors. Yeah. Like they try to be manifestors. Yeah. And then we wonder yeah. why we're like, you know, why we're, we're frustrated all the time. And, and trust me, there's nothing worse than a fucking frustrated generator in your space. Like, right. 
Yes, I'm, I have this, I'm becoming such a better teacher having a generator partner, I swear to God, and he, he struggles every day with, I need to go initiate, I need to go make it happen. And I'm like, will you just go for a walk and do something you love? Just go light your fucking belly up and wait for your phone to ring because y'all's aura, I mean, one day of self-care and your phone will ring the next day with jobs, with every money, time. with whatever, every time. Literally, literally last night I did, I went to a birthday party and we did, uh, an hour long sound bath with Reiki and a past life regression. And today I woke up with three offers. Yay. And I was like, took the whole day off, woke up to money. Pretty much that like, please generators tattoo that on you somewhere. Just <laughs> Do a day of self-care equals lots of money. Yeah, just down your arm. Yeah. Yeah. And self-care is like my love language. So that's perfect. Now I just want to talk a little bit about my human design because there's, this is like why human design blew my mind so much. This is not me talking. This is not me just to talk, talking about my human design, just to talk about my human design. This is more like, I want to share something with you. So you understand why I'm so into it. So When I first had my human design read by Christina, she reached out to me. We said it on the podcast. She reached out to me and was like, do you want to write a reading? And I was like, absolutely. And I was assuming, because I had heard of human design, I had talked about human design, but I hadn't really like dove in, dove, dove in, dived into it. (laughs) And when she was going to do my reading, I was like, oh, I'm for sure a manifester. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I get shit done. I'm a doer. I come up with great ideas you know, all all the things. And then she told me I was a generator and I was like, wait, what? And it blew my mind to pieces. And then when I started to really dive into what being a generator actually means, y'all, my entire life is changing, has changed. I realized like, there's a reason why I am not meant to just go, 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 grind, 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 unless I am so excited and on fire about it. Like if I'm not excited about it, I have no business chasing something. And I've been doing that my whole life. Like I stayed married for way too many years because I was like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I said. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Even though like everything inside of me, my gut intuition, my sacral authority was saying like, absolutely not, Danielle, this is not what you're meant to do. I mean, it's the same with soul cycle. My sacral authority, my gut intuition was telling me for a while to try to, you know, to think about making an exit, to switch gears a little bit. And I was ignoring it. And because in my mind, I was like, no, because I'm a doer. I'm not a quitter. I do things. I finish things. I start things. And so once I figured out that I'm actually not meant to do things that don't light me up, I swear, I, I, th- I see the world differently now, like different colors, right? Like it's like technicolor and I think about the ways that I can apply that to my business and the way that I can apply it to the way that I work and the way that I lead and the projects that I say yes to. I mean, I was such a yes girl before. Like that was like how I was known. Danielle is the most yes girl. She'll just figure it out. She'll, she'll just figure. And I will, I can, as a generator, if you're a generator and you're listening to this, you have the ability to do it because you have sacral authority, you have generator energy. So you actually do have the ability to do things, even if you're not pumped about it. But the problem with that is you're burnt out and you're miserable and you're also taking the energy from everyone around you, people who actually might be meant to be doing what they're doing. So, so what I learned was I need to be more honest and open and I need to listen a little deeper to my sacral authority. And when my gut intuition says, this is not for you, or even is like a maybe I'm learning that 
as a generator and manifesting generators, you're like this too. And anybody else that has gut intuition, even sometimes emotional intuition, but when you are a maybe on things like that is, that is not a maybe is no right now. You know, I do think human design is a really powerful tool to help people re-engineer the way in which they play with life's intelligence. You know, human design teaches us that we all have sort of this whispering of life's intelligence that works through us. Mm-hmm. And it it teaches people to slow down enough to be able to hear that unfolding and, yeah. and to hear those whispers of, of what life is intending for you. And that's, you know, that's a really powerful and beautiful way to live. It's also a terrifying way to live because I think most of us are taught to override those intuitive nudges. And as you said in the very beginning, part of what I think human design does for people is it's not so much that it's teaching you something you don't sort of intuitively already know, but it actually confirms for you what you already knew about yourself in the beginning that you knew how to play in the cosmic field. You knew how to let what you love be the guiding force in your life. You know, I always laugh that, you know, I have a lot of training in therapeutic practices. I have a lot of training in physiology. (laughs) I have a lot of training in very complex things. And really the bulk of what I do with people and the bulk of what I say to people in my practice is follow what feels good. Mm -hmm. And that that particular message of it's okay for you to go do what makes you happy. It's okay for you to go do that thing that feels right. It's okay for you to pursue the thing that, you know, makes you smile and feels aligned with your passion, that that's the thing you're supposed to be doing. People are like, what? Mm-hmm. They, and then, and then there's sort of this, this, com, you know, sort of complex resistance that happens in response because it can't particularly, it can't, there's no way it can be that easy. And, right. and so much of what I end up doing is just retraining people to remember that you're designed to do what feels good. Remembering. And, and, and that's not, such a good. Yeah. yeah. And not in a reactive way. It's not, it's different than, you know, when we're 16, 17, 18, you know, sometimes the things we want to respond to doing that feel good, we do because we're breaking away from our families and we're redefining our own identity. It's not rebellious. It's not selfish. It's actually how life unfolds through you. You're supposed to go do what feels good. Mm-hmm. And it is such a mind shattering shift sometimes to watch people have to really get out of all the rationalizing that we've sort of incorporate into our mindset around, I'll go do what feels good later when I retire. I'll go do what feels good later when I have the money. I'll go. What if you start on the front end Yeah, and there's no later and your right. life becomes what it's intended to be? What is your human design? I am a four, six manifesting generator. Yeah. And I'm way off the rear. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. That authority figure. Yeah. You know, and I feel like too, a lot of the people that I've worked with in human design, I I feel like the the generators and the manifesting generators, especially those of us who have that like gut intuition, that sacral, Mm -hmm. real sacral authority, it it's not as it's not as as mind shattering for us because like there it's every because society says trust your gut trust your gut trust your gut trust mm-hmm, your gut mm-hmm. for me okay I can trust my gut that's the most defined center I have perfect I always find like my manifestors my projectors like they're the ones that I go like especially my son like my son's an ego projector and I'm mm-hmm. like 
we got to follow what you want, baby boy. Like we got to, you got to listen to that, that little voice inside of you that is saying that I just want this. And, you know, like mental, mental manifestors that are like, are supposed to lead with their mind and all these things. And I, I just think that you, you said such a beautiful thing when you said it, it should feel like a, like a remembering more than mm-hmm. anything, like coming back into what you want and actually leading your life the way that feels aligned for you should mm-hmm. feel like coming home almost. Right. Right. Totally. And I think, you know, you, you mentioned the conversation about is easy for generators. It is, it's super easy for generator types. You know, it, it shows up, you go, uh-huh, I like it. Let's do it. You know, um, <laughs> I do find I do find it's probably hardest for the manifestors, I think, for for a couple of reasons. I think the first reason being it's a little bit more difficult to tease out that inner authority for the manifestor. The manifestor has this direct connection to the quantum pulse and it it's so fast it bypasses language. So it's yes. really this very almost instinctual creative movement. I think the projectors actually can have it easier. I think they have it easier. Mm. I think I actually think sometimes for the projectors, it can be just as easy for the generators, Mm. but there's the, there's that need to divorce the value of doing this. If a projector can divorce themselves from the idea that my value is derived from what I do, then the inner promptings start to make sense. Totally. And, and to recognize that even if you're resting as a projector, you're still working. Yes. You're just not working in the way that the world tells you you should be working. You're you're laying down and you're holding the energy template of the planet in place mm-hmm. and making sure that when you show up to do the work, if you will, of guiding and directing, that you're sustained and that you're sustained enough to where you're only accepting the invitation to manage and guide the people who are ready for you. Yes. And that 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 readiness is co-created by the projector arriving on the scene, fully restocked, restored, and replenished. And so, uh, you that know, very small, but very efficient battery, like that, totally, we all, totally. that we're all really learning how to tap into. I mean, that's why they're here, right? Like they're here to teach us that. Totally. To- yeah, totally. And I, I, my, I have a 12 year, I have eight children. My youngest is a, is a projector. She's 12. And this is the, the first kid I've raised as a projector from the beginning and watching the, just the innate projector qualities that she has. I mean, from the start, from the time when she was two and three, she was managing and guiding people. I had to actually yeah. lock the windows in my car because she would roll down windows and yell corrections at people at traffic lights. And I was like, somebody's going to like hurt us because <laughs> she's yelling at people at the traffic light. This so, is my son. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really beautiful to see, you know, as she's sustained her own connection, I think, I hope I've, I've hoped that she's been, she'll be able to sustain her connection to the importance mm-hmm. of her wisdom and, and her, her inner guidance as to what she needs to do in the interim to sustain her energy. Yeah. It's pretty beautiful. I think that the best description of, of MGs are that they're generators on steroids, right? Like you're, you're generators that have done a few lines of cocaine because you are just like so lightning speed and you are erratic. The best thing for, for MGs to do is to lean in to the madness, mm. lean into the, the chaos, the weirdness, right? When they try to refine themselves and box things into one lane and um, be safe. And even I love that you touched on it. 
the biggest Achilles heel for them is to get so caught up with being busy, right? I'm doing all of the things and it's great because I'm super busy because MGs are the only people that actually can sustain a lifetime busy. of busy forever. You can do it from birth all the way through to death. And the only difference is like you won't collapse. You won't fall apart. You can keep going with that. The only difference is when you're in that space, you're out of alignment. And the MG out of alignment, I think, is the most destructive energy yes. because they're, they're this wall of force, right? So it's like great power, great responsibility. That force can be, it's it can destroy everything. It's super self-sabotaging. You. Incredibly, it will destroy you. It will destroy your business. It will destroy your relationships, your family, your health, your career, right? It's like you're taking a blowtorch to everything simply because you're just filling up every ounce of time throughout the day with doing things. So I think that MGs always need to remember at your core, you're a generator. You are still a generator. At the end of the day, you still have to be joyful. You still have to be lit up by what you're doing. Like just because you can pick up that extra responsibility doesn't mean you should. Mm -mm. And it's it's ultimately in, in the end, it's horrible for everyone. If right. you do, uh, yeah. it's which not is the same way as a generator. Well. Like if yes. you invite me to something that I say yes to that I didn't want to say yes to, I'm going to show up. I'm going to yawn the whole time and I'm going to yeah. be miserable. And then everyone else around me is going to be miserable. Like it's best for, Correct. I think, generators and MGs to step up. Like if you know that your energy is not contributing positively to this space, step away. It's better for yeah. everyone. Yeah. You guys are like our weather system, right? You can either bring the sunlight or you can bring the thunderstorm. You know, watch what you're bringing to places because people people need you to be the sunlight, right? We need you to, to magnify that warmth for all of us. And that starts with you understanding your own energy. I think, you know, from MGs in business, recognizing that, yes, as the foundation point, work out what you're responding to. Look at it on that, like the sacral scale of how much does this light me up? right? This thing that I'm dealing with right now in this moment, is this a 10 out of 10 light me up? Or is this a one out of 10 or a five out of 10? Like how much am I actually into this? And how much am I excited by this? Because if it's anything less than a whole body, yes. I mean, just that, that statement, like if it's, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Like that's a sacral statement, guys. Non-sacrals never feel that. Never. (laughs) We're like, not, we don't feel it in our bodies, like a yes or a no. Okay. And I, you know, whereas a generator might do that in a kind of wider bench and like a wider boat, be like, oh, is this theme, this thing that I'm following, is that really lighting me up? An MG might have to answer that 25 times a day because you have 25 different things that you are working within. And then that that manifestor energy, right, that brings it in and says, oh, I'm going to do things for a short period of time and right. then I'm bored and I'm out, right? So we've got MGs who can show up predominantly as generators with like, I'm responding to the things that light me up. I'm building them. I'm mastering them. I'm spreading sunlight around to everybody. However, I'm not going to stick at it. Like when I'm done, I'm done. Correct. I'm here to initiate it. I'm getting it started. I'm lighting the fires and then I'm out. And you might see me a hundred kilometers down the road doing something completely different in the next five minutes because that's what feels good to me. I often view like manifesting generators in alignment in business are like um, 
you know, when you see like, and you know, this old house, like in your neighborhood on a big lot and it hasn't been touched for years and years and it gets demolished and then it just sits there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like this empty lot and everyone, you drive past it every day and you're like, what, what are they going to do with that? Who bought that? What is that thing? And then it's like overnight. It's a shopping drive lot. down that street. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> they just built like an, MG. an apartment block. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. That is so an MG. That, that is. From? Yeah. There's this like surprise ninja element to the MG. So they are feeling it boil in the background. They're getting like that manifesto urge to say, ooh, like go this direction. This feels fun. This feels new. What can we build and create and initiate over here? But on the outside, it's just like, la, 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 bam. There it is. They're like popcorn. They are. And (laughs) they are. It's like the heat generating and then pop, it's out. And by the time you've seen the, the whole finished product, they're done they're out. They're on to the next thing. Yeah. I, manifesting generators are our true multitaskers. They they're are like the, the perfect entrepreneur. Like they really like are. Multi-passionate yeah. entrepreneur. If you are yeah. a manifesting generator, become a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Do all the things. All the the things. only metric you need to follow is, does this actually fully light me up? Yes. And that could be two things, 10 things, a hundred things. doesn't matter how many. Yeah. I feel like I always imagine like, like difference between, cause like as a generator, like you said, does this theme light me up? Right. Like, like I don't necessarily love this exact action right now, but I can put it in context and know that the end result is going to be what I love. So I'm going to like, I can just like stick through this and I don't have a thousand things that I'm juggling. So like, it's okay. Cause I still have that generator energy so I can like get through it and then it'll end up making me happy. I always think of that like cleaning, like I hate cleaning. It's not a, it's a full body. No. However, I like the feeling of a clean house is like the ultimate yes for me. So I'm yeah, like, are sure. you satisfied once you've cleaned? Right. So like, sure, I can just clean, I can get it over with. It's fine, whatever. Or I'll just hire someone to do it. If I, you know, if I'm in the mood for that, where I feel like with manifesting generators, because I always imagine them as like a server with like a thousand plates on their, on their trays. (laughs) And like, it's, it's fine. They got it. But if they put one more plate on that tray, it's going to collapse. And I feel like that's what manifesting generators in business really have to understand is like, yes, you probably could put that plate on there, but at what cost to you? So like you said, you're asking yourself, does this bring me joy 25 times a day? Because it's like that saying yes to that one thing that doesn't actually light you up is actually going to have a ripple effect and like cannonball. And it's going to affect everything else in that space that you're doing. And maybe you can't just like add one more thing. Like you have to ask yourself that. And I think once a manifesting generator really learns how to do that, like I I've never met someone who has better boundaries than a manifesting generator who like knows what they can handle and what they can't. Oh yeah. I mean, they have big, big energy and it takes work to honor that and to master that and be responsible for it. But you know, I got to tell you, as like a, a non-sacral, especially as a manifester who recognizes the familiarity of that energy, mm. being around an aligned manifesting generator is the single most powerful energetic exchange you could oh have. Gosh. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you tune back in. 
on Friday for an unplugged episode where we will go even deeper into human design. If you have any questions about human design or you want your own human design reading, uh, you can also purchase one of those from me in my show notes. I do readings and they are, they typically last between an hour and a half and two hours, but we go deep into your chart. We talk about your gates. We talk about your channels. We talk about your gifts. We talk about all the things of your chart that make you, you and help you to understand yourself better. Um, clients that have done this with me have completely shifted their, um, direction when it comes to the work that they do. They've shifted, um, you know, the way that they interact with people. They have developed such clear boundaries. They've increased their money and their bank account by significant amounts. Um, human design is amazing. So, you can purchase a reading um, from a link in the show notes or on Instagram. You can find me at Danielle underscore on the daily. You can click the link in my bio and you can find it there, but I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back on Friday with another human design episode. Love y'all. Have a good day.